Alright, hey this is Andrew. I'm bringing you another Keyforge Dark Tidings opening. Pretty cool. Um, I've opened two decks so far. One that I recorded and I'm going to upload, and the other that I uh, opened and played sealed against Allie. And the first one I got a Maverick. Not a great Maverick. Uh, <laughs> Francis the Economist. And the second one, I got a Legacy. Not the best Legacy crew in York, but hey, two for two getting um, interesting things. So I'm pretty excited about that. Sorry for my... <laughs> I don't have perfectly manicured hands here. Deal with it. Um, which... Uh, oh, oh, we saw Sarian there. So <clears throat> we're going to cover this. I saw Sarian, but I'm going to try to cover the rest. And we have Madam Switchblade Jacobs. So we know there's Sarian. I'm going to guess Shadows Switchblade and... Uh, I'm due for Unfathomable. Ah. Nope, neither. Wow, Star Alliance and Sanctum. But uh, Sarian Sanctum seems pretty cool in... Uh, still in this set and star alliance i like star alliance in this set a lot better um, actually i'm just going to cut it but let me see yeah so there is the little there's the little tab here that it should be possible to pull yeah there we go all right And we've got a deck. Cool. Let's see what we get. There's kind of a, a cool thing you could do here, which is look at which mechanics it says are not shocking that we're going to see some exalt or stun. Uh, Sanctum seems to have, seems to really like stunning this set. Deploy, okay, and elusive and taunt. Interesting. Wow, doorstep to heaven right off the bat. I love it. So happy to see that. Yeah, really like seeing that doorstep to heaven. Such a good card. It's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, each player with six or more loses all but five of it. So good. Uh, no second one. <laughs> one is good, though. Gormavom. It's an artifact and item. It has Omni destroy Gormavom, destroy an artifact. So that gives us... Amber control, artifact control. Gray Augur is a three power human monk with one armor and each of its neighbors gains fight, gain one. I like I like that effect. It's a little small, but I, I like the effect. Light Everlasting is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you play a sanctum creature from your discard pile anywhere in your battle line. Wow, creature recursion in sanctum. That is super cool. I like that. And it adds deploy to it. So um, good way to get maybe like a taunt out or a gray auger out. Um, yeah, that seems great. Grand Melee is an action. When you play it, you destroy each creature that does not share a house with at least one of its neighbors. Nice board control, potentially. Hammergram is an action. When you play it, you deal three damage to a creature and stun it. Uh, yeah, it can be pretty good. Heal or harm is an action. When you play it, you fully heal. You choose one. Either you fully heal a creature and gain an amber, 
or you ready and fight with a friendly creature. Um, that art looks a lot like Cole the Week. <clears throat> um, yeah, either of those are a pretty good effect. Um, these choice ones, again, you know, they often seem to have their trading. They don't have a pip, but they have the choice. So uh, it seems pretty cool. All right, Larry of the Lake is a three-power human knight that says, while the tide is high, each friendly creature gets plus two armor. Ooh, that could be really nice with that uh, gray auger. I like it. Two of those. So if the tide is high, you're getting plus four armor. Wow. Marshall Ewer is a four-power spirit knight with two armor that has play, fight, raise the tide. Um, now, the bummer is if the tide is low, you're not getting that armor benefit before you raise the tide, but uh, still seems pretty good. I really was excited to get to play with this card, so now I will. Shifting Battlefield is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you move a friendly creature anywhere in your battle line, and that creature captures one amber. Um, I don't love that card. It just seems like not such a great effect, but... Um, I usually am careful how I lay out my battle line and don't often wish I could switch things. Sometimes it can be good. Maybe we get like a Val. That would make it really good. But uh, otherwise, I tend not to care too much. Got two of those. Okay. Okay. Ooh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> uh, we're at one, two, three, four Amber. Not bad. Some Amber control. Only one real strong amber control card here um, a couple of captures and then some creature protection so a board a partial board wipe <clears throat> and light everlasting has four options so that seems pretty good all right um, let's see. So I, I, I saw the next card. It's Crassosaurus. I'm very excited about that. I love Crassosaurus. Difficult to use well, but um, a really cool card. So it's a four-powered dinosaur politician with two armor and elusive. And when you play it, you capture 10 amber from any combination of players. So if your opponent has eight, then you're going to have to capture two from yourself. And then, if Crassosaurus has fewer than 10 on it, you're going to purge it. So, you really, if if you're going to have to play it and not capture 10, you, you'd rather just discard it. Because you don't want to, um, unless you, unless your opponent has 10 or you, or you have 0 and you just want to purge it, I guess, then that would be okay. But... I like the card, so I don't I don't really want to purge it. So I'm going to play it when I can get 10, or I'm going to discard it. Uh, and then, then the question is, what can you do to capitalize on the fact that you've now captured 10 Amber? And uh, there, are some, there are plenty of ways. I mean, in this set, we could see Imperial Forge. We could see, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the new Brachus that only works when the tide is high. Um, Exile from previous sets was a really good combo with this. So anyway, there are options. Uh, we'll just have to see what they are, what we get. All right, sorry about that. It's an action. When you play it, you destroy a creature, and its controller gains one. Um, so if you kill your own creature, 
then you get one. But if you kill your opponent's creature, they get one. But it's just unconditional destroy, so it's a pretty strong effect. Oh, city-state interest. More amber control. That's excellent. Um, city-state interest is an action. When you play it, each friendly creature captures one. So, I mean, if they go to 10, you crass of them, then you city-state interest them, then later on you doorstep them. I mean, this is pretty intense uh, amber control game. So I, I like this. Pterodactyl is a 12 power beast that enters play stunned, only deals four damage when fighting, uh, but before it fights, it deals four damage to each neighbor of the creature it fights. It's such a good effect. I love it. It just is hard to get to fire because of that coming out stunned. <clears throat> Ooh, Alturus Rostrum. It's a location. It's an artifact. It has action. Move one amber from a creature to another creature. This is a chant of hubris or... Um, console primus effect that just repeats um i mean you can do it once per turn it's not like library of polyasaurus where it goes straight to your pool um but it's pretty cool to be able it, it doesn't say friendly so you can move from one of your creatures to an enemy creature if that makes the most sense uh seems really good carpe venum uh play exalt two enemy creatures um yeah this actually is a very similar effect to blood money from coda which would just place two amber from the common supply on a creature but that was before uh that was before we had exalt uh, but here it's putting on two different creatures crushing charge is an action when you play it you destroy each creature with power four or lower and gain a chain Ooh, that's going to be interesting because that would hit all our sanctum creatures It would hit Crasso. Hmm. I think it's going to be really iffy whether we play that one. Decadence. It's an action when you play it. You choose one, exalt, ready, and use a friendly creature. Or move one from a creature to another creature. More uh, amber moving, which is seems good. And then Lapisasaurus is a four-power beast with two armor and taunt. And while attacking it, enemy creatures gain before fight exalt this creature. Seems uh, seems pretty cool. Um, because it has taunt, you're really forcing people to fight it. <clears throat> you maybe protect the Crastosaurus or uh, one of those Saurian creatures. <clears throat> and then your opponents have to generate amber for you in order to fight it. Ostracize is an action. When you play it, you lose one, and if you do, you purge a creature. Wow, that is that is strong. That's a really strong effect. Lose one to purge a creature. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> wow. Uh, reach advantage is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, if the tide is high, a friendly creature captures three. Otherwise, raise the tide. That's, I mean, that's a lot of amber control in here. Uh, or raise the tide. Um, so we have two cards that just raise the tide when played out of hand. That's good. And then spoils of battle uh, goes really, really well with city state interest. It's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, a friendly creature captures one, and each creature with amber on it captures one from its opponent. That could cause your opponent's creatures that have amber to capture more, but uh seems pretty good in this setup where we're going to have a lot of amber floating around um only two amber pips in here 
and uh, I would like to see like this exalt ready and use I'd love to see something with a better reap or fight effect and I just don't see a lot of that um, we're not really creature heavy that's interesting um, but this deck is definitely going to have to generate amber in ways other than just playing pips so far. All right, on to Starlights. Professor Emeritus Kiering is a one-power human with deploy and play fight reap. Use one of his neighbors. If the tide is high, also use uh, his other neighbor. So that seems cool. Getting to use both the creatures that he's next to is good. That's pretty good. Ambervac is an upgrade. When you play it, you raise the tide, and this creature gains at the start of your turn. If the tide is high, capture two. Uh, so another card that just raises the tide out of hand. That's great. Hmm. CR Officer Hawkins is a two-power human with deploy and play gain one amber for each of its non-Star Alliance neighbors. That's cool play game too essentially hopefully lieutenant valmart is a three power alien scientist with play fight reap if the tide is high keys cost plus three during your opponent's next turn i uh, hmm, we'll have to ask but i assume this means at the moment that this effect happens if the tide is high then uh, keys cost plus three. It's not asking whether the tide is high later when they try to forge. Well, I guess it won't matter unless you have an effect that makes your opponent raise the tide on your turn. Oh, there's another Valmar. Cool. Light of the Archons. Love to see this card back. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber. It gives a creature plus one power and plus one armor for each upgrade attached to it. Uh, so far we've seen Ambervac. I don't think we've seen other upgrades, so that's it so far, but we'll see what else we get. Officer's Blaster. It's an upgrade with a bonus amber. It gives the creature plus two power, and the creature gains destroyed. Attach Officer's Blaster to this creature's right neighbor. Uh, very cool. Yeah, I like it. Another one. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> So, uh, with the Officer's Blasters and the Light of the Archons, we could get some really big, nasty creatures going here. I'd love to have that on that, uh, on that Marshall Ewer. Ooh, just keep raising the tide. Nope, I'm going to raise it for free by fighting. That's pretty cool. Operative Espion is a four-power alien with Elusive. That says, after a player raises the tide during their turn, they may use a creature they control. Huh. That's a fun effect. It's it's a mirror effect. That's interesting. <clears throat> There's some danger there. Like, if you're playing against a, a Coda deck with Witch of the Eye, they play the Witch of the Eye, they raise the tide on you, <clears throat> and, uh, and, oh, no. It just says use. It doesn't say ready and use. Okay, that's less dangerous. Still could be, still could do some good stuff. 
And then uh, science officer Chinkan is a two-power alien Proximan scientist with elusive. And after a player chooses an active house which matches no cards in place, deal one. That's not bad. Shield you later is a three-power robot with two armor. And it can be played as an upgrade instead of a creature. And then it gives the creature plus two armor, which, you know, again, you slap this on something with the officer's blaster and the light of the archons. You're, you're getting crazy. And last one, we have Zap. This is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal one damage to each creature for each... Uh, not to each creature. You deal one damage to a creature for each house represented among creatures in play. Pretty good. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think we got ten amber pips. Maybe nine. No, ten. Um... So a little low on Amber Pips. Uh, definitely some Voltron potential. I like that. Some ability to control the tide, keep that going in our favor. And quite a lot of Amber control. So, um, and even some artifact control. So I, uh, I think this one deserves a shot and some play. It seems good, <clears throat> not, uh, I'm, I'm guessing this is the kind of deck that requires managing your board, getting combos to hit to get a lot of value, but could be really good if if uh, you do manage to hit all that stuff. So, um, seems good. There's that Tide card. <clears throat> and I look forward to playing Madam Switchblade Jacobs in the future. Uh, thanks for watching, and when you can, when it's safe, get out there and forge some keys.